Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. I hope you're having a good morning. I hope that you're smiling and that you're doing something for somebody else. Maybe you're driving through a, a place and getting coffee. Maybe you're going to buy a coffee for that person behind you. The other day, somebody did that for me. I, I was like, wow, how nice was that? You know, there's a lot of nice things we can do for people. But we want to touch lives, as I said uh, last week. And I'm going to move ahead today and, and talk about other things. And so pray with me right now. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for the mighty power that you give each of us. Lord, may we follow you. May we follow you with all our heart, soul, and mind. I love you. I give you thanks for this day. And Lord, use the messages today for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, today I'm going to kind of talk about God's best for our lives. And I want to talk about our Almighty God and the real power source He is. I hope today you will understand the importance of understanding God's mighty power. Years ago, I shared this message because I thought it was very important. And I thought, you know what? This is a message that needs to be heard and reminded uh, that we need to be reminded of. I honestly think we as ordinary people, to, uh, we don't take the time to reflect on the greatest things that God has for us. I love that old song, How Great Is Our God. How great is our God? How great is our God? He is great. He is powerful. He is mighty. My brother Dave, who passed away a number of years ago, was a pastor and a tremendous singer. And uh, he would always sing this song, How Big Is God? And the chorus goes like this. How big, how big is God? How big and wide is his domain? To try to tell these lips can only start. He's big enough to rule his mighty universe, yet small enough to live within my heart. That is how big our God is. Small enough to live in our heart, but big enough to rule the mighty universe. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Yes, our God is big and powerful, and He wants us to recognize it, and He wants us to tap into His power. Take a look just for a moment at the complexity of the universe. It's hard to imagine. There is an estimated 100 billion galaxies in the universe. We are in a suburb of one, near a small star called the sun, on a small planet called the earth. We are thrilled to have our own moon, and in 1969, men walked on it. And just recently, the last several weeks, they're going to take another trip, people up, to go around the moon again. To understand the greatness of this for a moment, understand this. Uh, the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second. And it's just, you can't fathom that. At this speed, you could travel from Los Angeles to New York in one sixteenth of a second. You can get to the moon in under two seconds. You can get to the sun in eight seconds. But it would take 400 years to get to the North Star. It would take 10,000 years across the Milky Way galaxy. And remember, it is estimated there are 100 billion galaxies. Do we understand how big God is, the creator of it all? It is unimaginable for our minds to grasp the greatness of Almighty God. And then we have a little planet called Earth in the midst of all that, that he put people on Earth. 
and had a plan for their lives. And one of the plans was he wanted people to understand his greatness and that his plan was significant and his plan would never end because we'd spend eternity with God or without him and we'd spend it with him in heaven or with those that didn't believe in in hell. He lays it out very clear and people hate hearing that, but it's the word of God, I'm telling you. You know, your prayers do not go to an empty universe, but they go to God Almighty. He hears and works in our lives. And so what do we need to do? We need to give him our request. Listen to the Apostle Paul in uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. He says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present request to God. He didn't say now and again, share with God what is on your heart. He said, stop worrying, and in every situation, present your request to him. Sometimes it feels like we don't want to burden God with the petty stuff when he is anxious to hear from us, and he wants to deliver for us. So what do we have to do? We need to cast our cares on the Lord. Cast our cares on the Lord because he cares for us. David said in Psalms 55, 22, cast your cares on the Lord. He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Yes, our God will sustain you. He will breathe his breath into your situations. He will lead you to answers. He will open doors that you may have never seen open before. God has opened so many doors in my life. I am so grateful for the mighty hand of God. That reminds me of another hymn. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Cast your anxiety on him. Peter ties it up by saying this in 1 Peter 5, verse 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Not some of it, not a little bit of it, all of it. You mean little old me? He cares for little old me? Yes, he wants you to recognize what he is all about. The church and the Christian community is very valuable to the Lord. We need to unite with others. If we come together and pray and seek God, we will see his mighty hand. You know, it's just wonderful as as we see people of God uh, pray and, and watch the, what God's doing and be a part of that. People from all over come together sometimes and pray. We have all these different revivals and the harvest, different things going on. Matthew 18, 19, and 20, Jesus said, Again, truly I say to you, if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am with them. We need each other. We need the power of God to work incredibly in our lives, to give us what it takes to be all in with him. It's time to unleash his power. I think we understand power. You know, before my son passed away, he was given an electric train set, and I've always been fascinated with them. Some of you remember the beginning of Lionel Trains. If you forgot, you know, there's a whole story that you you can read about online about Lionel Trains. But they used to they used to have these little wind up trains you could play with and they'd go around this little track. But you know you could have endless fun. But then they had this new one that you could 
plug into a, a socket and, and the train would go around the track with led by a transformer. You plug into the outside power. The power makes the train go round and round. I loved it. I was given, my son was given two of them the year that he died and never, we opened one up and played downstairs. The other one we never opened and we gave them both away after he passed away as, as gifts to people because we wanted somebody else to enjoy them. But you must have a personal relationship with him, the power source, to believe in him and let him do things that would be impossible otherwise. You know, listen to the Apostle Paul to the church at Ephesus. He says this, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we all ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory of the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Did you catch that, folks, in this passage? He can do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. I tried to emphasize that when I read it. Incredible. We can find him to a space, and he says, just tap into what I have for you. The great spiritual revivals of the past, you know, that have happened is because people have plugged into the power source, Jesus Christ. And if you would do that today, he will open up doors for you. We're seeing more and more of that. We're hearing more and more about revivals, about the word life being revived in people's lives because they are calling upon Jesus. All the revivals begin with prayer, and prayer is initiative in all of them. They call upon the Heavenly Father. They invite Him to lead them. God invites each of us to His throne room to come to Him. All ye that are heavy laden, I will give you rest. He invites us to come to Him. Are we accepting His invitation? He has given every single person listening today the ability to choose to come to God and ask him to help them. I get pumped up when I see a mighty hand at work. You know, there's so many times I've seen, I call them, I get these joy bursts when I see great things happen in people's lives. We sometimes put the lid on what he really wants to do in our lives. We need God's best for our lives. We can and we do. We can, we can be determined to spend time in prayer. Normally, if you're determined to do something, you do it. Take time to get alone with God on a daily basis. And like I said earlier in the message, give him your quest. Cast your cares upon him. He is waiting for you to call. Just kind of like that when you were dating your wife or your girlfriend or whatever it might have been. You, uh, and, or if you're a lady and you're waiting for you, couldn't wait to hear from them. You couldn't wait for the call. You wanted to hear from them. He wants to hear from you in the same way. You know, it's it's just so important to call upon on prayer. And and in our in our church, we want people to pray. We had a man that for seven years in a row prayed in a prayer room, both services for our services. And that's after spending every morning in prayer and on Thursday morning spending another hour with the church because he was so convinced that God wanted to change people's life through prayer. And it happened. We started praying for a lot of things. One of the things we started praying for was that God would pay off our church building. We owed $470,000 left on our church loan when we built our church a number of years ago. And we started praying about that sincerely. Within two years of that prayer, I think it's a year and a half, 
God provided the money. And you know, the funny thing is, I think I've told you this before, I went with my secretary, Kathy, my dear friend, and we went to pay off the church. And they were closed because of COVID. So we we wrote, <laughs> we put a $470,000 check in the drive-thru and paid off the church. Not a lot of fanfare, but we did. It was because God answers prayer, and he'll answer your prayers. God bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.